Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill. And this is a podcast about all the dumb things that people will do for love. So welcome to episode 174. We're back with another quickie episode for you. Yeah. How yeah. did you guys like our uh, our guest on our last quickie episode? Pretty great, huh? Icon and legend Dustin J. Harder. I got I got feedback from people saying that they loved it, that they loved I- you too? Yeah, me too. Okay, good. Yeah, I got um like people said that they loved it, that they loved Dustin, they said they loved our chemistry. And that we should have him on all the time. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say I, that to Dustin. I don't want him <laughs> thinking he can just come on here whatever he wants. Just kidding. Uh, I will say that I did get one negative review. Um, I'll kill him. Well, it's my son. So, duh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I say? Uh, well, you, it's so funny because he was like, I think he was like, you know, he's just such a sweet boy. And he just goes, he goes, because we play it for him at night, just the first part. I feel like I have to say that over and over. Like, we're not letting him <laughs> listen to the murder part. He's asleep as soon as we get into our chit chat. But he goes, huh, so are you going to have, like, this other person on all the time? <laughs> and I was just like, uh, no. I mean, he's like, are you going to do it, like, again? Like, are you going to have guests again? Like, like an like next year and I was like no probably like once a month and he was like mm. <laughs> sorry Max we'll just have to start recording recording his own little intros like just for Max I know right we should just a uh like oh just a really sweet like we're reading bedtime stories I don't sometimes right. he's like mom tell me when you're the one talking like he doesn't even he's not even listening to the words he just is like likes our voice puts him to sleep Aww. we could yeah. just call him also. <laughs> You could just talk to your son, Sally. Why? In person. You know, I, I, you do that for me. <laughs> He's so cute. Well, tell Max we're very sorry, but that will make it up to him because I think we're going to start doing guests. Yeah, probably like once a month, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Once, you know. once, 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 once twice a month. We're going to see how it goes. Yeah. Um, it's a little treat for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Let us know if you have any requests for people you'd like to have for us to have on the podcast. Um, it was so fun having Dustin, I think, especially because we've talked about him so much. And he also listens. And I mean, also, yeah. he's like, he was such an amazing guest. I was like, this is this is gonna be hard to top because he's such a pro. Mm-hmm. Um, he like has stories. He's so funny. He's so cute. Looks great like, on screen. Looks great on screen. I was like, dang, mm-hmm. look at his lighting. Everything is like perfect. <laughs> and he's like, you know, so handsome. Um, yeah. <laughs> we will only have on really, really good looking people. Just so you know. No uggos allowed. Yeah, no uggos. Don't don't be no squares. Mm-hmm. No nerds. No uggos. <laughs> no lamos. Not on this so don't be requesting them. <laughs> Jen and I are the cool girls. We're the cool yeah. moms. We need to approve your outfits before you yep. even think about coming on here. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure it matches our vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I apologize. I'm going to be like drinking tea the whole time because we went camping. 
last night, and I am – Crazy person. It was freaking freezing outside. It was 29 degrees this morning when we woke up shivering in our sleeping bags. I am like – I'm chilled to the bone. I feel like I cannot stop shaking. So if you see me like, like over here with my tea, it's – I apologize, but I'm real cold. Oh, poor Sal. No, I know. I'm over here drinking a latte because I can, and I'm really warm. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna's changed. She has ever since I got my fancy she got- espresso machine. <laughs> I am like totally different. Oh, it's not over my microphone. Oh, um, she, yeah, she new, is demanding me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're still jury's out on whether we <laughs> whether we like this new jet but we're stuck with her so <laughs> sorry at least she makes a mean espresso i do <laughs> come on over guys i'll make yeah, you a everybody. nice latte yeah all right well um, uh should we get into our quickies uh yeah let's do it Okay, so my quickie comes from the Dallas Morning News by Claire Baller. And this actually happened in 2013, but it's so funny that I had to report it here for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not just like breaking news. I'm also I'm also like an archaeologist, basically. <laughs> a historian. A historian. I am, I am digging into the past as well. Um, okay, so 34-year-old Rogelio Andeverde was at his home in Edinburgh, Texas with his wife on October 4th, 2013, when two masked men with <gasps> guns forced their way into their home around 10.30 p.m. and grabbed Rogelio. His wife, Maria Hernandez, immediately called authorities. Of course, she's petrified. She witnessed the abduction of her husband. Um, she told police like she had no idea why her husband would have been abducted. She said, um, you know, he has no he has no enemies. He's a nice person. She just had no clue. The sheriff of Hildago County said, we took this incident very seriously because of the circumstances described to us by his wife. People don't just barge into your house and kidnap you for the hell of it. So they put out an all-out manhunt. They did search helicopters. Dozens of deputies um, were called in to look for Rogelio. The search was eventually called off after hours and hours went by without any lead. It's like he vanished without a trace. There were no ransom calls. There was nothing. So Maria is just sitting there at their house for two days with no (gasps) – just her husband was missing. The police had no leads. Um, And then two days later – Rogelio shows back up at his house and told his wife that the kidnappers had released him and that he had no idea why they had taken him in the first place. And so, did they kidnap him because she kept nagging him all the time? <laughs> oh, and Jen. his one job was to go back and tell his wife to quit nagging him. <laughs> to quit being such a gadget yeah, nag. They said that they kidnapped me because you're a bitch. <laughs> so quit being- Oh, Jen, you're not far off. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Finish. So, Sorry. No, no. I love it. Um, so the sheriff said that when Rogelio came back with, like, not a scratch on him and no, he could not give a reason why he had been taken, he was like, something didn't smell right. He said, uh-huh. he, looked, he said, I looked at the guys and said, do you really believe this? He's just a regular Joe, no criminal history, anything. It's just not right. So the sheriff took Rogelio into custody so they could hear his story. So they started pressing him for details like, 
what did the people look like? What did you do for two days? He cracked and said, I made the whole thing up so that I could get out of the house away from my wife and go party with my friends. Oh, my God. That is so, so fucked up. There you go, Because <laughs> she was a nag. Well, no. Because she I, was a fucking nag. Because <laughs> she was a bitch. <laughs> That's just so crazy. Like, you have the kind of relationship where you have to fake your own abduction just to go have For fun with your friends. Days? That's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem on both sides, right? Like, it's a problem. Totally. I mean, no, it's only a problem of his side. That's all. <laughs> it's the only side there's a problem on. Well, I, I just mean it's a problem that their whole relationship is a problem. Then. Their whole relationship is a problem. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, he's an idiot for sure. For sure. To like yeah, but- somebody else, a person you supposedly love through that is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. The sheriff said, well, he's going to party in jail now. And he said, it's humorous in a way, but it's also very serious. <laughs> Um, but also so, funny. But also real funny. Yeah. So he, uh, Rogelio, eventually pled guilty to making a false police report, um, which is a misdemeanor. He was released from jail on time served after spending 19 days there. And the sheriff said, now you got to go home and explain it to your wife. I don't think his wife appreciated being kept until four or five in the morning, being interviewed by the cops while her husband was out doing no. who knows what. Oh, my God. With who knows who, he's going to have a lot of answering to do. So the deputies did talk about like going to look for his friends who were like the pretend kidnappers. Um, but they didn't end up charging them. And the sheriff, his like final quote was, it was all so dumb. <laughs> it I'm is like, so dumb. That's so perfect for our podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's not, I can't see how that would in any way be his friend's fault unless they actively kidnapped him. They did. Through- I, oh, they did. They like came in and I mean, they didn't, he knew so they, they were doing it. Yeah, but so they participated. Okay. Well, then, yes. yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's all crazy. Oh, then they should be charged. Oh, my God. I'm sure all of their wives and girlfriends and partners are all just sitting around like, these fucking idiots. <laughs> these motherfuckers. Oh, my yeah. God. I would they- be so embarrassed if even my partner was involved in the kidnapping. Like, not the – I mean, let alone the guy yes. that actually faked his own kidnapping, but if – my partner was involved in the kidnapping of this man. Right? I would be furious. Yeah. And oh, so I looked and looked. I need to figure out somebody who's actually like a journalist. Can somebody tell me how to look up like divorce records or birth records or <laughs> death records? Because to see if they're I, still together. Yes. I was like, I want to mm-hmm. see if they're still together. And I wish that somebody had followed up with this couple <laughs> to see. Cause I'm like, what happened? When he got home, that's what oh we want to know. Like, what did she say? Oof. What? How long did they stay together? Did she forgive him? Is he just a lovable dum dum who does stuff like this? Oh my god! Yeah, what if it's like a real um, like what's the actor that uh, the guy that's in uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop? Oh, Kevin James. <laughs> Kevin James. It's a real <laughs> Kevin James moment where it's like the big dumbass does something stupid and super hot wife is just like oh (laughs) that's kevin yeah uh, it's infuriating maybe that's not a good place for my mug (laughs) i don't know (laughs) maybe now that you have this whole on-screen thing is really throwing me i don't yeah i meant to say i know we mentioned um 
on the episode with Dustin, we didn't tape the last episode because um, we're kind of taping a little bit out of order, but um, that we were on camera. And if you want to see, we've been posting clips of uh, the podcast on our Instagram and our TikTok. And eventually we'll put probably par- like big chunks of episode up on YouTube, but we're still working out the kinks. <laughs> so we're still trying to figure out what's a a good way to make all this happen. But um, yeah, if you want to see our faces, if you want to see how cute Dustin is, like go uh, go check out our Instagram or our TikTok. And also then give Jen a shout out because she's been uh, she's been like a real social media whiz. I'm trying. I'm really <laughs> trying. And by trying, I mean Sally edits them, packages them, sends them to me. And then it was like, can you please post them? <laughs> I'll figure it out. I will figure out. I won't let you down, boss. And then I'll I'll text her six times in between me trying to figure it out. And then I'll post it. And then she'll be like, great job, Jen. And you do do a great job. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) And I really appreciate it. One of these days. Can you – I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, I can't believe that there was a time where I was the president of the computer club in my <laughs> elementary school. That's <laughs> when like computers were literally just like Oregon Trail. And I was like, I'm the president. I love computers. And now I know I'm so like dumb when it comes to anything technological. I just can't do it. But really when yeah, my life man. really took a turn. You really, you really peaked in the sixth grade. (laughs) (laughs) But give you an Apple IIe and you are a whiz. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Well, hey, Sally. Hey, Jen. Are you ready for my quickie? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah? Okay. I got my tea. I'm ready. Ready to Great. listen. Great. Okay, so my quickie comes from an article for BuzzFeed that was just uh, written by Christopher Hudspeth. Um, and this is 17 recent Tinder interactions that indicate dating in 2023 is going to be quite a challenge. <laughs> so, oh, no. Oh, this is so <laughs> painful to read. Um, oh, um, these are all... <laughs> So screenshots, I guess, of I'm, I've never done Tinder. I've done um, Bumble and Hinge, but not Tinder. Um, but yeah. it does look like it's very different. It's just, you know, those first exchanges of meeting right. somebody online. And I have to tell and it's you. it's like I'm all like, the same people on all the same apps, right? Yeah, kind of. Yes. Yeah. I'm not on any, on any right now, thank God. Um, yeah. And I just really hope I'm, – I'm happily – Seeing somebody that's very, very kind to me and wonderful, and hopefully yes. it stays that way. You know, they all start out great in the he beginning. Keep better. Listen Keep up. Keep better, Dr. Jim. <laughs> uh, he's, they all start great. <laughs> no, I don't want to say it. Like, no. Uh, but I'm not going to jinx it. I, but right at this moment, I am not on Tinder and – or, I mean, on any of the apps. And fingers crossed, I don't have to do it anytime soon. Because I, I was reading through these, and I was like, oof. I can't get back on there. Um, <laughs> Don't make me do it. So Don't I'm just going to read <laughs> some of these exchanges for you. It really makes you – because it's pretty eye-opening because I didn't realize like how like bitchy some women are to men. It's like oh, really? they really make them work for – like I mean I guess maybe I was too like, hey – 
<laughs> Maybe it was too nice. I don't know. Yeah. But I think um, that there's probably it's. I mean, obviously, it's it goes both, both like, it ways. It goes both ways. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, I think that you know, for women, it is that men come on way too strong and immediately yeah. start talking about like, "Hey, do you want to see my dick? Hey, can I come over and have sex?" You know. Yeah. Um, and women s- are just like, like too bitchy, right? Like that's. You get so jaded from mm-hmm. people saying stupid things to you. Like I remember somebody when I was um I was I was like on my second date with Jim mm-hmm. and um somebody uh we were walking to a show and this guy on the corner just goes um, hey, I, I bet your neck hurts all the time. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And I turned around and looked at him like, what the fuck? And then he's like, because your boyfriend's so tall. And I was like, oh, like, because I didn't even register to me that he was my, because I had just met him, you know yeah. what I mean? So I was like, okay. It's, but my, he, so he said something nice, but I was like, I remember turning around like, are you fucking kidding me right now? What the fuck does that mean? Because it seemed like it was going to be something dirty, you know what yeah, I mean? I, yeah, that was so what was my like, head went to. Yeah, I, I guess he's pretty tall. <laughs> Like I was just like just a grandpa trying to make a grandpa joke. Uh, yeah, like. totally, absolutely. But I thought it was just some like dirty pervert saying yeah. something stupid to me. Anyway, okay. So this is one exchange. It says, "Nice to meet you, Nicole. How's it going?" And then Nicole writes, "We haven't met." And then this person says, "LOL. Well, you seem fun." And this person says, "I dislike the false sense of familiar familiarity that social media gives people." It's like, come on! He's just saying, "Nice to meet you." Like, You're it's on a crazy. Dating app, like, aren't you trying to meet people? Yes, or like, I guess this is a thing too that um people do is post their. I don't know what my type is because honestly, like, it's something like I never looked into. But your Myers Briggs type indicator personality test or whatever. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of this? Like the Myers Briggs, I've never heard of people posting it though. Yeah, so and then being like, post- "This is I only want somebody who's like a FNPT or whatever. yes, people yeah. do that, and I don't know what any of that means. So this no. person um, uh, said, "What's MBTI? Um, explain, please." And then this person, and then the girl writes, "I will not explain what MBTI is, but." I can gladly explain what Google is. I'll also add that it's free to use. And then he said, uh, at least Google is friendly and nice to look at. Thanks for the suggestion. (laughs) Uh, Then this person, it says, hi, Amber, how are you? Hi, Jonathan, good, yourself? You have a PhD? I mulled right over that. What's it in? And then she writes, I don't actually, but I might as well. I'm one of those people who know a little bit about just about everything. My fields of expertise expertise are insurance, finance, metal, music, and Nordic mythology. It's like, well, then you don't have a PhD. Like, what's... God. You should just say good at some trivia. <laughs> good at... <laughs> Absolutely. This one says, um, I guess they had some other conversation and said, so when can we manage that? And then the other person said, grab a drink sometime this week. And then this guy said, what's up with the fascination of grabbing a drink? Need to loosen up before a good pounding? And then this person said, the fascination just seems like an easy, low stakes way to see if there's chemistry. Um, And then this person wrote, um, you know, it's even lower stakes, FaceTime, LOL. 
And then this, the other person wrote back, God, your lack of game is just astounding. Telling me <laughs> you want to put in zero effort is not the way, brother. So, uh, oh, yeah, her. that sounds <laughs> – Or him. I don't know. Uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, uh... yeah, I'm not sure what the genders are, but uh, this one's uncomfortable. Um, I, This person, like, overacted – this happens a lot. Like, this person overreacted to not getting an immediate response, which – Happens a lot. Sometimes people are not on the apps all the time. Sometimes you just check in from time to time. You're not being yeah. like rude. I mean, I've I've had experiences where I um, like sometimes like I used to pause my account and then not realize that it'll unpause you um, after a certain time. So I didn't oh. even know I was fucking on there. And then I like would go on there and have like a whole barrage of like, what are you too cool to answer? Or like, <laughs> like I didn't even know what you're talking. But um, yeah. so this person wrote, okay, then you can ghost me. And then the other person wrote, I didn't ghost you. I'm just not on Tinder all the time. I also have a habit of clearing notifications and not checking all of them. And then I'll forget. Um, that's the life of ADHD. And then the person wrote K. And then the other person wrote, so I assume this conversation is over, LOL, my bad. And then the other person wrote, yeah, nothing left to say, not into lazy people. And then uh, they responded by saying, to start with it less than 24 hours, for you to think that I ghosted you and it's been less than a day is major red flags. If that's how you treat someone when I've been left, I've been nothing but polite to you. I feel sorry for the next guy that tries to talk to you. Not everyone's life revolves around this app. I'm sorry if I made you feel any type of way. I wish you the best of luck. And then the other person wrote back, immature. It's like, <laughs> really? Are they the immature one? <sighs> I just also can't imagine being a person who would be like, oh, you just not going to answer me? Like, I would be... I would I would just not talk to them, right? Like if I was upset about yeah. that, even if I was, I'm like, I just have too much. No, you don't. It's the wrong yeah. word, self-respect. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't know these Like I just want to be answer. like, I'm not. Well, no, I just mean like if I was the person who was upset that somebody wasn't responding, like I just have too much pride to be like, like let somebody know that bothered me. I think I would just oh, be I like, well, fuck saying. you then. Exactly. Even if I was wrong, even if I was like, oh, it was something, you know, they just weren't on there, but then I was like upset about it. I didn't realize, you know, I mean, I just would be, I would just silently flounce. <laughs> yeah. And then yes. we would be in a fight and they wouldn't know. Yeah. That's the most fun is when yeah. you're in a fight and only you know it. <laughs> uh, okay. So this person who's at, uh, name was Grace. Her name was Grace. Mm -hmm. uh, this guy wrote to her, want to know the difference between Jesus and I? And she said, what? Um, and he said, Jesus was full of grace, but grace is about to be full of me. Disgusting. I was thinking um, it was going to be something like, Jesus was nailed and I'm the nailer. Or <laughs> <laughs> also disgusting. Um, uh, I mean, we knew it was going to be gross <laughs> and inappropriate. And so then Grace wrote back, you're definitely not cute enough to be making jokes like that at me. <laughs> that was funny. Um, oh, okay. This one, this one actually made me laugh. Like it's the whole gist is that it's supposed to be such a bad joke. It's like, yeah, unforgivable. But I actually laughed at this joke. <laughs> This person said, sorry, it took me a few days to reply. I had a horrible peekaboo accident this past week. I ended up in the ICU. <laughs> <laughs> 
that would make me laugh. It did. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the person wrote, are you okay? <laughs> I just think it's so funny. Um, oh, God. This one says, this is like an example of one of those people that's like, uses the whole um, rules of the game or mystery uh, negging and they think Uh that that's a cool way to pick up (laughs) chicks and certainly not. Um, This one says, uh, I need to be brutally honest with you. You're a solid six out of 10, but you have a super cute dog. So I'd sleep with you just to get to hang out with your dog. No. And then the person responded, I got to be completely honest. None of those dogs are mine. And you seem like a complete, a complete cunt. So <laughs> I'd fuck you and never call you again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is awesome. This is the last one. Um, uh, this person wrote, what do you do for fun? And the other person responded, I like to watch movies or play the switch or read when I have time and sometimes play piano or guitar, you. And then the other person wrote, you read damn lame, but I mean, good on you. We need more sophisticated people and teach me how to play piano. I want to finger things as good as you, man. And I play on my PS5 most days and work out a lot, like with like five (laughs) T's. What the fuck? I swear (laughs) to God, I think some people go on these things just to fuck with people, like trolls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. Um, They just go in there and, um, you know. Yeah, it's not like it's not like trolls are just on uh just on like Facebook or YouTube. <laughs> They're <Yeah>. everywhere. <laughs> oh, they aren't just leaving shitty comments on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, you can meet some very nice people on these apps, but mm-hmm. also a lot of not nice people. <laughs> uh, and now I know I don't think I'll ever get on Tinder. They say, t- from what I hear, I think Tinder's the worst. Out of yeah, all of, um, because it's like I a think. hookup app, app, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'll. I'll be staying off that. So I say with like authority as a person yeah. who's never been on any of them. That's like the hookup act. That's what I hear. That, that's why I haven't been on it, but yeah. I'll steer clear. <laughs> so those are, um, that's my quickie for this I week. I love that. I love that. I, I mean, a listicle is always good and it's always good when it's like a little bit cringy. Um, oh, it's a lot of cringy. You know what I thought of the other day that I don't know if we're allowed to tell on the podcast but I was thinking, I was like, we have not had a, and I'll cut this out if you don't want me to say this, but I was thinking we have not had a, um, a night clipper update in a while. And then I remembered how you went on a date with a guy and told him the story about the night clipper. And then you realized that he worked at the same company and, and lived, lived on, the, on same the same street and, and is so- probably friends with the night clipper. Yes. Yes. We I can say that, that now on okay. the podcast. Okay. Yeah. So this is like over a year ago because yeah. I, I haven't talked to that person. And yeah, so I don't care. Yeah. And so this is like over a year ago. And um, I was telling, we were like smack in the like throes of the night clipper, like where all this yes. stuff was happening. And uh, this is also very embarrassing for me because um, – I don't know technology. I don't know shit or whatever. And I was telling my girlfriend about um, – I was like, yeah, he like lives really close to you, which is my girlfriend that lives on the Night Clipper Street. Uh-huh. Like I don't know. And she goes, oh, I bet I could tell you which house is his. And she's like, I could find out his last name because she just has – ways i'm not gonna say how and i was like really and she was like yeah i could find out his last name she's a spy 
<laughs> I will say that women do need to do their due diligence and find out who it is that they're talking to and who they're going to go out right. with or whatever. So she <laughs> was like, oh, yeah, his last name is this. And she told me his last name. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'll Google him. So uh-huh. I Googled him. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I looked at his um, LinkedIn and he works at blah, blah, blah. And my friend Chris. Kristen immediately was like, different friend, not the nightclub yeah. friend, but different friend was like, no, dude, don't look on LinkedIn because they could see when you're looking at their profile. And I was like, what? <laughs> no. So I had no idea. I, so he probably saw that I looked up his LinkedIn. And he's probably yeah. thinking like, how the fuck does she know my last name? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so that's when, and that's how we saw that he worked for the same company as the night clipper. And then I was like, um, like, and then I realized, well, if he worked for the same company and they live on the same street, like they, know each they other. have to be friends. Yeah. And, and then I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense because we went out to dinner and I told the night clipper story. Like, oh, I yeah. got to tell you like this funny thing we're talking about the podcast, you know, because I'm listening. I don't want to be rude, but he wasn't that talkative. Like I definitely was <laughs> carrying Jen the conversation. was. She was she was doing a dance. She was driving. I was she working. Was... <laughs> <laughs> so I um so I told the nightclub story and he was like like blank face. <laughs> didn't think it was funny. He didn't laugh. He didn't like be like, wow, that's crazy or that's weird. Just like totally stone face. And I was like, how is this not if not funny to you, how is yeah. this not like interesting to you? Yeah, you know? or at least try. Like, <laughs> and then it all made sense when I pieced all of it together. His best like, friend, oh my and God. then we were You're like, like <laughs> <laughs> and we had we had like a moment where we were like, oh my God, now the night clipper knows we're talking about him. <laughs> He's coming for us. He's coming for but, us. <laughs> yeah, that. So, and so then I like we never hung out again, actually. And I, I yeah. wonder if something to do with that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. You win but I mean, some, that was, I think that was kind of a mutual, like, eh, I don't really feel, you know? Yeah. He was so. like, she's, <laughs> uh, she's too interesting and cool. And I'm a boy. <sighs> you know, I think that's dud. what they all say. <laughs> When I go out with these guys, yeah. they all say I'm she's way too she's... interesting and cool. <laughs> she's too gorgeous. She's too smart. She's too accomplished. Too funny. I just can't handle it. I mean, I that's can't. what I tell myself. You yeah. Know, when <laughs> things go south, I think it's always the reason, Jen. <clears throat> I think it's always the reason. Um, I also have a listicle, but this is like a nice one to end on. Okay. Um, so this was, uh, it's from, um, Upworthy by Todd Perry and a Reddit user asked the ask Reddit sub forum instead of usually, I guess people are asking like, what's your darkest secret? He said, uh, or he or she said, instead of a dark one, what's a wholesome secret you're hiding. And so on Upworthy, they collected, um, some of the best ones. And, um, here are a couple that really, made me feel like made me cry i also realized that i'm like (laughs) like i may have it may just been like a crying point but i think these are very sweet so where i live there's a place called the blessing box it's a cabinet where people can drop off canned goods and dry goods to help feed other families um so i think it's like a free fridge um my wife and i hit some hard times financially and had to rely on the blessing block blessing box to feed ourselves 
made a promise to myself that if I ever came into some extra cash, I would return the blessing. Later on, I scored a well-paying temp job and was able to catch up on a lot of bills before Thanksgiving. Remembering the promise I made, I used my next paycheck to fill the blessing box to the brim with a variety of canned goods, everything a family would need for the holiday. A few days later, the blessing box was featured on the local news about how an unknown donor provided enough food to feed over a dozen low-income families for the holiday. Wife and I never told a soul that it was us. Isn't that awesome? But then Um, you just told a lot of people it was you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, now everybody knows that (laughs) JQuest7575 is the person. (laughs) That's really sweet, though. Um, Okay, here's another one. Anytime (laughs) either of my kids has a school field trip, I anonymously pay for a student that wouldn't otherwise go due to financial reasons. I was always that kid sitting in a strange class because my class was off doing something else. It sucked. I think that's so – I was telling Ben, I was like, we need to pay for kids that can't go on field trips. And he was like, can kids not go on field trips? I was like, well, I don't know, but if they can't, we should pay for them. Oh, yeah, no. Most of my kids' um, classes have like a thing where it's like if you want to overpay for your child, yeah, so it'll go towards – Another child that can't go? Yeah. I finished cancer treatments last spring, and my work was extremely generous financially throughout the process. A sporting event was used as a fundraiser, and I received $1,200. Since I was almost done with treatment and bills were caught up, I gave the $1,000 to a student in my daughter's class who is fighting cancer too. I left it anonymously for her to pick up at school. Her mom posted a thank you on her Facebook page, but no one knows it was me. Aw. Isn't that sweet? Okay, and this is is the last one. Every Christmas, I leave a card with money in it and some gifts at the door of a single elderly woman living alone. I know she struggles financially and must be lonely. I like to think of her feeling like she has a Christmas miracle happening to her once a year. Aw. Yeah. That's so sweet. I know. I like that. I like the just making people feel like they're loved and thought of and not having to feel indebted to someone and um, like just doing it anonymously is just very, I just like that a lot. Jen. See, there are shitty people on Tinder. There are good people (laughs) in the universe. Stay out of Tinder. That's the the lesson. Yeah. Get on Reddit. Stay out of Tinder. (laughs) I think that's a lesson. Um, Okay. Well, now that we feel good, let's do something dumb and something we love. I'll start with something dumb, something we love. I guess uh, I just wanted to take a minute. Also, my something dumb is that I wasn't able to go this week and I was so mad about it because I love taking my friend Alice's class. Yes. Um, Alice Harvey. Um, she's a dance teacher. Her um, Instagram is at Alice Don't Stop. And, or, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm a really good friend of her. Uh, No, and uh, no, she is a very good friend of mine, but she teaches a dance class. Um, Sally and I take it, and it's so fun. Uh, It's a great workout. And um, she she has a new class here in downtown Decatur. It's on Wednesdays and Saturdays, Mm -hmm. Wednesdays at 7.15 and Saturdays at 10 a.m. Yeah. And it's only $12 to take class. It's so much fun. It's a great workout. And it's like you feel like you're going to out dancing, but it's during the daytime and there's no hangover involved. Daytime dancing. It is. It is so fun. It is. um, Yeah. It's great. She is so, she's so, like, has so much energy. 
mm-hmm. and is like so such like a supportive, fun teacher. And she's like, it's just such a fun class. It's so fun. Yes. I really love it. So if you're in the area, highly recommend. It's a drop-in class. So um, come try it out. You'll you probably have see to, one like, of us there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to join anything. You don't have to like sign up for anything. You just come and spend $12 for an hour and it's so much fun. And yeah, you'll probably see Sally and I there. So you know, I can easily be convinced to go out to eat and drink off all the calories <laughs> that I just burned after the class. Very easily convinced. Come hang out. Come hang out. <laughs> yeah, we love it. Um, awesome. So my something dumb and something I love is uh, that I am chilled to the bone. Oh, I'm uh, chilled to my core. <laughs> I am shook oh. to my core with coldness. Um, but I love that uh, we got to go like camping with a bunch of um, nice families. It was just, it was really fun and really nice to like um, just hang around a campfire, you know, just uh, strum guitars. Just kidding. Nobody was strumming guitars. <laughs> you know did you I ever were. tell you? Did I ever you tell you? You guys were like hacky sacking <laughs> and strumming guitars. No, there were no guitars because it was all harps. <laughs> no, it was a drum circle, Jen. Right, right, right. <laughs> when I first met Ben, I like he was he was really into jam bands, and I, you know, we met we met out on the trail, and so I knew he was like a bit of like a jam bandy kind of hippie, and he had worked at a natural food store, and so I had never seen him in like real life clothes, and we had already decided that we wanted that we were going to mo- he was going to move to Cincinnati with me before uh-huh. I had ever seen him in like clothes that he would dress in and I thought I was like there is a 50/50 chance that he- I'm going to get to his house and he's going to have a closet full of like patchwork overalls <laughs> and I don't know what I'm going to do <laughs> like it is possible <laughs> that he did doesn't he? wear shoes. No, he's just oh, like jeans. He would dress the same as he did. He does now. Oh, good. Like, just good, jeans good. and t-shirt. He's like always just like, what's the most comfortable symbol thing I can wear? Yeah, it was a real relief. Oh, <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Uh, yeah. Um, um, all right. Well, you guys, that's our episode. Thanks for listening. Um, I hope you guys uh, had an awesome week. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook. We're all at Dumb Love Podcast. You can email us at dumblovepod at, g- at gmail.com. Um, we would love if you would rate and review. I don't think we've had a rate a new rating new rating or reviewed in a while you know dustin said he gave us a rating and i said why did it take you this long why? dustin you're one of my why? best if you, friends if you, you love three the years to review. <laughs> <laughs> but i haven't seen it he said yeah. he did but I, so yeah we need a new review come on guys come on guys get on as long the, as it's a good review oh yeah yeah, yeah. don't go yeah. just click 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 get on yeah. the get on the old computer um mm-hmm. all right and uh yeah do that and tell a friend we would love that yeah um do all of the things that sally just said and most importantly don't forget to get out there and do something dumb for love dumb 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 dumb